Welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson. I'm here to encourage you in your walk with God. Thank you for joining in. Today's podcast is sponsored by Cunningham Financial Group. John Cunningham is a friend of mine and a brother in Christ, and he can help you with financial decisions and future planning. He's been a big help to me and my family, and I commend him to you. You can reach him at 205-913-1720. I am so thankful you're here, so let's get started. Welcome back. Today is a big day. It is the first episode of 2022, January the 3rd. It is the first week of this year. It is your best chance to make the most out of this year because like the story Jesus told of the guy with five talents and the guy with two, the big secret to where they ended up was the fact that they started immediately. Your greatest chance for the best year ever starts this week. Yesterday was the Lord's Day. Today, we put all of our faith into action. I'm excited to do my best to help, and so to start the year, we will talk about the process of goal achievement, the basic layout of the strategy beginning to end that can get you to where you want to go, that can help you become the kind of person that you really want to be. All believers are in ING mode. We are always growing, learning, changing. And I'm just really prayerful that today's episode and all of season four will be a benefit to you. And it is the beginning of season four. It's amazing to think back to January of 2019 when I took the encouragement of a friend and I went into the closet of my bedroom and sat down on the floor and recorded three episodes. I had no expectations. I didn't know if anyone would even care. And now, three years later, I have so many new and close friendships that I didn't have before, and I'm just thankful for you. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for spreading the word to your family and friends, and thank you for the beautiful ways that you've interacted with and encouraged me. I want to do the same for you today, right off the bat. So to really pick things up and put smiles on our faces and get us marching forward with great optimism, I'd like to begin by sharing the Valley of Disappointment. Okay, that really does sound bad, and it is a negative factor in any goal cycle, but I promise you, this is important. Valleys of disappointment are not just likely as you change. They are inevitable in almost every single growth cycle. Not long after you get started, you have this vision of where you should be by now. You've put in the work and you expect a certain level of results, and sometimes those results are not there or they're not immediately visible. And that is the place in the valley of disappointment. When things aren't measuring up to your view, that's the place where most people quit. New Year's resolutions should be amazing things, but instead they become things we snicker at and disregard because we know these incredible percentages of people who will quit by mid-February, whatever they start. If they start dieting, If they start moving 30 minutes a day, by March, it will be gone. If they start getting better control over their finances, budgeting, prioritizing funds, by March, it's all fallen back 
to where it was. If they want to get plugged into their church, they'd like to have every member of the church over to their house this year by April, something else has gotten in the way. Why does that happen? We need to talk about that. So that when that comes, that feeling of wanting to give up, and it will come, you will understand what is really happening. And instead of letting a disappointing result turn into discouragement and despair, you will be the only one in the room with this sly smile on your face. Because you know what happens when you walk through this valley. You know about the breakthroughs on the other side. All right, we need to talk more about that, but let's back up a minute. You don't even get to the valley of disappointment if you don't start a new journey. So let's start in the beginning. The process of change begins with goals. Goals are important. You know what I mean by that. What do you want to happen in your life this year that has not yet happened? Who do you want to become that is different and better than who you are now? How do you want to connect to God? What do you want that to look like by the end of this year that is better, stronger, and more meaningful than it is today? To me, and I haven't looked up the definitions today, but to me, there's a difference between disappointment and discouragement. If you do not set any goals, you just kind of let this year happen, which basically means you're just letting life happen to you. You're not ING active, you're just reactive to me. That's the setup for discouragement, because there's no hope. Things aren't moving. They aren't improving, at least not by any intentionality on your part. So start with goals. Note some things. Share them with people that you love. Write them down. That's a beautiful place to start. One year from today, you will look back and see how you used the year God gave you. What do you want that to look like? But I have to tell you, Just setting goals is nowhere near enough to achieve them. I've been rereading James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. I highly recommend that. It's so rich, every page. In fact, in the early chapters, he talks about the Valley of Disappointment, and that's the source for today's episode. But he also talks about goals, and he says this, Winners and losers have the same goals. I want you to think through that statement for a minute. When two teams play on the field, both of them have the goal of winning, but one of them loses. I would say in any sport or in anything, everyone's goal is to succeed, but most people do not. Whatever you've identified as what you want to happen this year, whether it be in friendships or faith or fitness or finances or family, tons of people have the same goals. It's important that you have them, but it is not nearly enough. And of course, this is why many New Year's resolutions fail. They are pipe dreams. They are enjoyable moments of imagining what you'd like to see happen, and then they fade almost as quickly as they come. So how do you keep that from happening to you? Well, step two is not hard. We have to plan a process and trust it. You have to be like, okay, I've got 12 months. I've got 52 weeks, 365 days, whatever metric you want to use. If I can do this, whatever this is, consistently throughout this entire year, I will most certainly achieve or excel past my goals. And I guess this can be a challenging step, but it's not really that challenging. If you want to lose 20 pounds or run a 5K, what's the plan for that? Everybody knows the plan for that. 
We get the sugar out of the house. We go get a new pair of running shoes. We download Couch to 5K on our phones, and we go put the 30 minutes of exercise in a day. That is a really important step, but it's not really a hard one, usually because it's early, the goal is fresh on our mind, we're super excited, we've known forever what we needed to do, and we're going to start doing it. If you want your marriage to get better, you say, here's the plan. We're going to go out once a week or go on walks two nights a week. I'm going to leave my cell phone in the bedroom when I get home from work, whatever. Like, it's not hard. You have a goal, and you can come up with a nice system in order to start working your way toward that goal. And look, if you've listened to this program long, you understand it's not one big, powerful, magical thing that you do one moment in time, and boom, you're there. You don't go out and run one time, and you're a marathon runner. You don't skip Starbucks one day in a row, and your budget zeroes out. You don't just buy one nice gift for your spouse, and everything's great. It requires incremental, consistent work. You create a doable, reasonable plan. You make sure to space it out so it doesn't become overwhelming and impossible. If you want to bulk up this year, don't go to the gym seven days a week for two hours. You'll be done by Friday. Do some research, create a system, and get started now. If you do that, by the time you're done with the first few days or week or two, you will probably be feeling great. You will be as far from discouragement and despair than you've ever been, even though you don't look any different, even though nothing in the bank account is particularly altered. You are heading somewhere, and it is amazing. But I am here today to talk to future you. I'm not talking to January the 3rd you. I'm talking to February the 15th you. I'm talking to April 1st, you. When you encounter or are trying desperately to walk through that valley of disappointment, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. If you can imagine a graph, like an XY graph, like we used to do in school, we expect that the line will grow at a 45-degree angle. As I put in effort, I get results. So I put in more effort, I get more results. I keep putting in effort, the results keep growing. It's perfect. Everybody wins, but it's also not real, and it's not the way that it has ever worked, and it is the reason why most people don't get where everybody wants to go. The truth is, somewhere in the early phase of change, while you are still putting in consistent, optimistic effort, you will expect results, and they will not be there. You may even visually see a setback. This probably won't trigger all-out despair and discouragement because you're doing the right things and you feel pretty good about yourself, but you begin to feel disappointed. You are not where you believe by now you ought to be. This is where the seed of doubt is sown. Maybe I'm not doing this right. Maybe I'm not capable of doing this. Maybe it's just not worth it. And this is why so many people give out. Several examples come to mind. Did you ever watch The Biggest Loser, that weight loss show on NBC? The first week, they would lose tons of weight. Everyone was smiling. But there was always this week early on, I can't remember if it was week two or three or four, where they were putting in the same efforts and they would lose pretty much zero weight. Some of them would even gain a pound or two, like their body was fighting back. And it was in that week, that moment, when you knew who would succeed and who wouldn't. 
because some people go through those weeks and they feel like they're wasting their energy and you can see it all over their faces and hear it in their voices. But there are others, and James Clear points this out, who understand that what is really happening is you are storing up energy within yourself. It's not immediately spent or visible, but you are storing up progress through your consistency that no one can see. Maybe you can't see it. But what it will allow for is an explosion of change on the other side. The people who press through those weeks end up seeing great change, exponential change, not because they did more in week four than they did in weeks two and three, but because they just didn't quit. And their body kind of stored up the energy and then exploded through that valley to new heights. As I'm telling that story, it reminds me of the movie Fireproof where the guy had a pornography problem, he was losing his marriage, divorce was coming, and his father suggested that he goes through these 40 days of service in this particular book. And what's interesting is days 5 through 15 were the worst because she wasn't responding. Because it was like he kept doing the right thing and he was expecting her to respond in kind and she responded unkindly because of how hurt that she was. He went through that valley of disappointment and he wanted to give up. And his father said, this is the work. Keep doing it. And his valley was long. It was like days five through 30 or something. But though it was undetectable, something was changing. He was changing and his endurance was helping it happen. And she was changing. And what exploded out of the other side, the great change once he came through the valley was the breaking of an addiction in his life and the restoration of their marriage. This will happen to all of us, no matter what you're trying to do. I don't know if it's the Lord testing us or if it's nature fighting back against us to keep everyone in line, but I need you to be ready and understand that you're storing up for future change, even if you're not seeing it today. I was thinking about how many people in the churches need to plug back in. And so they'll come on Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday, all throughout the month of January, stick around and have conversations, smile, put in the effort. Every year I witness this, and it's so encouraging. And so very few make it through the next few months as life gets busy again, and they don't get all of the responses from people that they expected on this chart that they had in their own mind. And I'm looking at them thinking, Just stick with it. You're doing the right thing. These are the best things you could be doing. It takes time. But once things break free, once one amazing thing comes out of it, they just keep coming and it gets better and better. I want to say this to you if you are already in this period of disappointment. Maybe it's in one of the categories we just described or in something else. If you have a good goal and you have a good plan, and you're being consistent and trusting that process, it's not that you need to work harder. Well, I guess I need to do more. Haven't gotten the results yet. It's usually not do more. It's just keep going. It's like the guy who's trying to split the rock with the hammer. He strikes it a hundred times and it doesn't break. But on the 101st time, the entire rock splits in two. Incredible change. He didn't hit it any harder the 101st time. It was the same strike in the same way as all the ones before it. Though it was completely undetectable, each 
strike made a difference. And I'm sure he was disappointed when he thought strike 52 is going to be the one. And then it wasn't. And then the next one. And the next. And it wasn't strike 101 that was magical. It was the power of 101 strikes. So I really hope this is translating to you because we do want to make resolutions and set goals and get started. But again, please understand the massive difference between disappointment and discouragement. You can get disappointed in the valley and still succeed and be better than ever when you press through it. Discouragement happens when we don't set goals at all or when we hit a low point and we quit and we know we gave up on ourselves again. So many people do that, but not you and not me because this is too important. And that's exactly the idea that I want to finish with today. Whatever it is that you've set out to do, a goal that you've determined, a change in yourself that you've prioritized, that you've laid out a plan for, and that you've started, please make sure it's important. The truth is, a lot of resolutions fall by the wayside because they weren't really that important. Not to me. Maybe somebody else said it was supposed to be important, or it's one of those passing things that would be really nice if it happened. All of that is destined to fail. Success is no accident. So as this year gets started, choose things that matter. I would ask you to go back and listen to the circles of importance where your relationship with God, that's the thing that matters most. And then maybe it's your family and then Christians and then people God puts all around your life. Your goals have to run deep, especially if they're hard to accomplish. They need to have meaning to you that goes well beyond the culturally superficial and can press through the valley. And look, we didn't talk a lot about this in that episode, but it may be something pertaining to you. Improving your health, lengthening your life, restoring quality to your life. I'm just saying this. Determine to do things and become someone that resonates truly and beautifully with your core values. Share that with someone that you love. Write it down. Lay out a consistent, doable, well-spaced-out plan. And then be ready, because the time will come when you enter into the first valley. The results are not there. You're calling everything into question. You want to go back to doing nothing again. But that is a time for storing up potential through consistency that can explode through to the other side. And in that way, if you're willing, let's be optimistic and maybe even anticipate the changing power of the valley of disappointment. Thank you so much for joining in today. If you enjoyed this program, consider sharing it with your family and your friends. And if you're just in search of deeper Bible study or you want to share the message of Jesus with the children in your life, remember to go to creationtorevelation.com. This wonderful company, run by Christians, provides beautiful illustrations of Scripture from beginning to end, putting the spotlight on Jesus. And remember this, whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.